I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. The Dolphins, they announced their second signing today in Ray Stone from the Parramatta Eagles. So, so far they have Felice Cafusi and Ray Stone. Now, I'm not going to push back uh, from where I was originally on my stance that I think they should have got their marquee player. That should have been the first guy. It's not the way they've gone. And Wayne Bennett has come out and said that they are going with a patient route. They are building a house made of brick, not one made of straw. So it's going to be a long-term thing, which I understand. I think it's probably become a little bit more difficult than what they expected to be able to sign marquee players, which surprised me. I wasn't expecting it to be overly difficult either, to be honest with you. So they are going to take a different route to the one that I would have chosen, but potentially they've been forced into it. I'm not sure if this is exactly how they saw it going. But look, I still think that Felice Cafusi is a tremendous player. I would have liked to have seen a higher profile player named as the marquee signing, but it is, it is what it is. Yeah, this is the way it's played out. I think Felice Cafusi is a great signing. And I love this Ray Stone signing. Now, we put out about uh, six weeks ago. I, I don't know. Off-season is so weird. About six weeks, I think. It's like I'm stuck in this time warp at the moment, waiting for the season to come around. But we spoke about value signings that the Dolphins could make. And Ray Stone, he was one of the three guys on our list for the Parramatta Eels. I love this signing. I absolutely love it. Ray Stone, he is tough as nails. He runs a brilliant line. I mean, I'm not a big guy on highlights, but all you have to do is just watch his highlights from the last few years that we've seen floating around in the last two days. He has just got a really good sense of where to be and when to be there. Runs a brilliant line, as I said. Scored a couple of tries off Reed Marnie this season, where he scores off the dummy half, coming out, showing it. He's also gone through and scored one try. I can't remember who it was against. I want to say Canberra, but I'm not overly confident. Where I think it was Junior Paulo put him through a hole on about the 40-meter line, came off his left foot, beat the uh, beat the fullback and scored under the stick. So, Ray Stone, I'm really high on him. I've always been a big fan of him. Now, in the prelim final, prelim, no, in the semi-final this year, uh, obviously, Reid Marnie was injured. Ray Stone ended up having to play 90 minutes at hooker, and he threw a pass at the end of the game that was a little bit wayward uh, by a little bit. 
It was a shocker, let's be perfectly honest here. Uh, And a lot of people have sort of labelled him as a shit player off the back of that. And for me, if you're one of those people sitting in that camp, respectfully, you've got no idea what you're talking about. This guy is a quality player. Now, for me... He played hooker that day. I'm not convinced he's a nine. I think he's more of a 13. I think that's how Wayne Bennett will use him. If you need to use him as a nine, you could do so much worse. It's not even funny. And the reality is rugby league, and I think people forget this sometimes, 50% of it is attack, 50% of it is defense. And he is one of the best defenders in our game. He is just underappreciated at the moment because people haven't seen enough of him. Now, in the modern game, is it a big, big play to put on a big hit? It's probably not as big as it was it was a couple of years ago, but it still plays a role. When you see a Nathan Bound or Victor Radley, one of these guys coming out and putting on a shot, it just lifts your team. It lifts everyone else in the side to want to get on that level. It raises the energy, and it can be one way to really swing momentum. If you put on a big shot when you're on the back foot, it slows momentum down, your team gets a little up from it, and this is the sort of things that Ray Stone can do, and he's done it on a regular basis in first grade. He's also the sort of guy who is not afraid to rush out of the line and try and make a big difference for his team. In the history of our game, there's been so many fellas like this who are willing to make a statement with their defense. I love when halves do it. I loved when Freddie used to do it, when Joey used to do it. Nathan Cleary, I remember him playing the Cowboys, I think it was last year, and he came out and he put two big shots on Cohen Hess, and it just lifted the Penrith Panthers. And anyone on your team can do this. And Ray Stone, he's going to be that guy. I loved him when he was playing for Parramatta this year because him and Nathan Brown would go up together. They're like the old Bash brothers of Greg Bird and Paul Gallen. I would be pairing him up with another guy like Nathan Brown. I'd be finding someone else like that. And he's the sort of guy that if they do arrive round one 2023 and they don't have a top 10 player in the competition, Ray Stone is one of the guys you want in this locker room. He's going to go, fuck this. I don't care if we don't have a superstar here. We're going to go all in here. I absolutely love this about Ray Stone. I'm really, really excited about this signing. Is he going to be in their starting 13? I don't know. I reckon there's a good chance he's probably not. But I guarantee you he'll be in the 17. I think he'll be their utility. He could be their 13. He could be their 9. He also offers a heap of depth, which is going to be really important. And this is what I spoke about a few weeks ago, that the marquee players, they're going to make up 20% of this squad. It's going to be the 80, the other 80% that's going to decide how well the Dolphins go. And I think Ray Stone, he's going to be a real leader within that 80%. Now, I saw someone comment on Instagram, oh, this is nothing to get excited about. He's a bench utility in most teams. And you know what? Right now, he probably is a bench utility in the vast majority of teams. I think he would walk straight into the 13 jersey in a couple of sides. I won't name them. The team's at the bottom of the ladder. I think they could really do with a Ray Stone. But you've got to remember, with a guy like him, he's played 28 games of first grade. He's 24 years old. He's not heaps young, but he's not really old. He's got a lot more to learn in rugby league. He's got a lot more to gain. So yes, they're signing a bench utility guy now, but unless your eyes are painted on, you can see that this guy has got serious potential to be a lot better than that in the future. And I guarantee he will be. I think he's going to be a real gun for the Dolphins. So this is sort of an investment for the future here. This is a great depth guy. This is a guy who I think he's got the potential to be your starting 13 moving forward. I absolutely love the way that he defends. You have a look at the handful of games that he played 80 minutes this year for the Parramatta Eels. And just keep in mind... Keep in mind, and this is something that I think people undervalue. Now, he'd been on the at the Parramatta Eels all year. There was no reserve grade, so he'd only been playing in first grade. Now, the minutes that he played, he played in round three, round four, round five, round 10. Then he played in round 20. So in the first 20 weeks of rugby league, 
the minutes that he played in those five or six games, 24 minutes, 26 minutes, 9 minutes, 12 minutes, 31 minutes. He's at the start of his career, yeah? And then he comes into first grade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. He was on the bench in round 21 and round 22 and 23. He didn't get on the field. He sat on the bench and he didn't get on the field. We then got to round 24. He played 22 minutes. So the entirety of the season, there's no reserve grade, remember? So he hasn't got match fitness from reserve grade. He's got match fitness from living in a hotel room, mucking around at the gym and doing training during the week. And you cannot possibly emulate what match fitness does for you in reserve grade and in first grade. So this guy who is incredibly underdone, just looking at his numbers minutes-wise, he would have played less than 100 minutes of rugby league in the first 22 weeks. Then all of a sudden, he had to play 80 minutes at lock against the Penrith Panthers in round 25. Penrith Panthers, you might remember them. They went on to win the premiership. He had to play 80 minutes there. Do you know how many tackles he made that week? He made 54 tackles. 54 tackles. He missed five. But he made 54 tackles in a 40-6 loss. Only missed five tackles, made 54. He also ran for 110 metres. I mean, pretty impressive for a guy with very little match fitness coming up against the best team in the NRL. Round 26, uh, they played the Newcastle Knights. Uh, They won this game. Obviously, sorry, this is the first week of finals. He had to play hooker in this one. He played 54 minutes in this game. He made 50 tackles. Yes, yeah, so after playing less than 100 minutes of football in 26 weeks and no reserve grade to get match fitness from, he walked into the Parramatta side and made 100-plus tackles in two weeks. Pretty incredible. He backed it up the week later with 42 tackles from 60 minutes, once again against the Penrith Panthers. So this is a guy that in three weeks with no match fitness, with no real base to go off, he played the Penrith Panthers twice, He played 80 minutes and a 60-minute game, and he made more than 100 tackles in those two games against the Penrith Panthers. Uh, He made 54 the first time, missed five tackles, 42 the next time, and only missed three against the benchmark in the NRL Premiership for 2021. Look, I understand that people want to focus on the the pass and dummy half, but I think you've really got to understand that I don't think he's a hooker one. I don't think he's a 50-minute plus hooker. I think if you're going to have him as your starting hooker, you pair him up with someone else. I don't think he's the hooker that you want out there in the last 10 minutes of the game, realistically. I think he's a guy you start with in the first 50 minutes. So there was a lot of things that went against Ray Stone in that moment. Match fitness. He wasn't being utilized probably. I'm not sure if he was playing his right position. A heap of shit that goes into that. So yes, if you want to sit there and say he's a shit player because he threw a bad pass in a finals game, so be it. You do that. You go talk to your dribble mates about that. Everyone else that has eyes can see that this kid is going to be good. The other thing about that is he's now signed with the Dolphins. He's a forward. He's going to be playing under Wayne Bennett. History tells us that forwards under Bennett, they improve out of sight. Look at Tom Burgess this year. Couldn't catch a cold in Antarctica before Wayne Bennett arrived. He was sensational this year. He had the best season he's played by far and away. No shot. Cam Murray, for me, he's the best forward in the game now, playing under Wayne Bennett. 
that. Mark Nichols, unwanted by the Melbourne Storm a couple of years ago. Looked like a fringe first grader. A sensational prop under Wayne Bennett. He's been doing this stuff for years. Remember Michael Wayman at the Canberra Raiders? Not much doing. Always in trouble. Wayne Bennett arrives at the Dragons with him. He goes to a premiership winning prop, a New South Wales prop, and a Kangaroos prop in a very short span of time. Same as Bo Scott. Dean Young played his absolute best football under Wayne Bennett. Benny Cray played his best football under Wayne Bennett. This is the impact that Wayne Bennett has on forwards. I remember looking at the South Sydney pack 12 months ago and going, Jesus, it looks light to me. I think they're going to struggle. I think they're going to struggle in the front row. I think they're going to struggle in the back row. Colin Montungi's come in. He looks sensational. No shock. He's under Wayne Bennett. Jaden Sewer, he's arrived down there from Brisbane. He was always, he always looked like he was going to be the goods, but he's played fantastic footy under Wayne Bennett. I mean, this is what this guy does, and I can't wait. I cannot wait to see what he is able to do with a guy like Ray Stone because I hold him in a really high regard and I think over the next few years this is going to prove to be a really good signing by the Dolphins the beauty of it value signing. It's a value signing and as Wayne Bennett said, they're looking to build a house out of brick, not out of straw. There is no straw in Raystone whatsoever. He is all brick and he's the sort of guy you want to run out with. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.